podcast going get the podcast going get the come on frank podcast going get the, the intro podcast going <laughs> sing it with me frank come on can, can, yeah. can you play the intro <laughs> <laughs> Frank is trying to have no part. I, I want no parts of your shenanigans, bro. <laughs> Come on, sing it with me. Get the podcast. I don't look. Go I don't engage go. in uh, in shenanigans, bro. That's like one of the things when I signed the contract when we initially started this pod. That yeah. was one thing that I put in there contractually. I will not engage in any shenanigans. Engage <laughs> <laughs> in none of it. Nah. This is the show. And we ain't it is the motherfucking show. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to I want to start this out by saying uh shout out to uh Adolf Hitler's nephew um Willie what? Hitler shout out to Willie Hitler no for really uh, keeping, keeping the shit alive nah man F all that <laughs> Willie Hitler nah bruh peace out first of all what kind of southern Motherfucking automobile, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking mechanic name is Willie. What the fuck was going on there? Oh no, man! This nigga had a nephew named Willie Hitler. Willie. You ever heard of Willie? I heard of Willie Beeman. No, nah, you ever heard of Willie Hitler? No, never heard of that nigga. So Willie Hitler is one of the greatest haters of all time. Oh. I'm gonna tell you how. <laughs> so. So my, my nigga Willie, right? Yeah. So when when Hitler um when when Adolf, first of all, started, you know, gaining notoriety throughout uh you know Nazi Germany or Snot Nazi Germany, um, because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to get in trouble. Uh when he started to to gain notoriety in Snazi, mm-hmm. he uh Willie hit him up. Willie was here, was uh, in Europe, and he hit him up like, yo, uh, what's up with a job? Like, I'm trying to be a motherfucking Nazi and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Adolf was like, hey, bro, like, you got to put in work for the set. Like, you got to just okay. do some regular ass low level shit before, you know what I'm saying? You could really be down with the hood. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh, he was still persistent trying to do it. He was like, bro, I blackmail your ass if you don't let me, if you if you don't put me in the ranks, I got some information about your y- your granddaddy that was Jewish. And then Hitler was like, oh shit, bro, like, you know what? I got a job for you. Come on. So <laughs> Willie was like, hey, nah, 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 that was too easy. It was too easy. So the yeah. nigga was like, you know what? I'm going to America. Nigga came to America. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Nigga went to sign up to join the army to go and kill Adolf Hitler, the most hater shit of all time. Nigga couldn't get jumped into the set, so he went to the opposite set 
to try to kill his uncle Adolf. Shout <laughs> out to one of the greatest haters in world was, history. I didn't know it was going to flip like that. Wow. He <laughs> <laughs> said his uncle, right? Yeah. Adolf yeah. was his uncle. Yeah. Wow. That is one hell of a flip. Yeah, uh, bro. Should we, get, should we get air horns to uh, Willie Hitler? Nah, the nigga still wanted to be a Nazi, so we're not about oh, to get his yeah. We're not about to get this nigga no kind of air horns, nigga. Hey. Only air horn he get his ass air, bro. Get this nigga the farts. That's what I wanted to get. Willie Hiller, bro, what a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Oh my goodness, bro. Little little baby bitch. I know you you didn't want to start off with a Hitler reference, but no, you know but... I, I felt like God damn everybody in the history doesn't get, especially like. The oh, siblings man. of famous historical figures don't get their due diligence in yeah. the society as a whole, right? They get left behind. Mm -hmm. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you ever seen Fred Claus? Fred Claus? Who the hell is Fred Claus? Fred Claus, it's, it's a movie with okay. Vince Vaughn. He's Santa Claus's brother. Okay. And he goes to, like, this AA for famous siblings, basically. So it's like, Sylvester Stallone's brother, Frank Stallone, and then, you know, it's him, and kind of nobody believes this nigga, right? He's like, hey, I'm Santa Claus's brother. They're like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that's what uh, this gentleman, Willie, went through. Willie oh, Hitler okay. went through. Like, nigga's like, bro, get the fuck out of here. You ain't the, nigga, you, your stash ain't even right. The nigga had the thin mustache. He didn't even have a right mustache. You know what I mean? He didn't have a you you know with the Charlie Chaplin, yeah, you know joint, you know because let let's be real. I think Charlie Chaplin set that mustache off. He started off right the little and, and Adolf ruined the mustache for white niggas. White niggas really should be hella mad because he took away a whole a whole level of characterization, a whole level of look that 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 y'all could possibly have. You can't even have that look anymore, and not be associated. Mm hmm. Damn. To. To destroy a whole goddamn mustache, bruh, that shit is insane, bro, bro. Completely destroy. It's now known as the Hitler mustache. It is like that. That's the Hitler. Like that's a Hitler stash. If you have that, which magic, I don't know. You might want to try that out, bro. Nah, bro. You hey, might uh, want to try that because you might be able to get away with it. No, you might be able to get away with the stash magic. Pull it up, bro. You all, you never subscribe to social norms when it comes to you know, like you got the eye patch on right now. There, like you never like really like you always have this mystique about you that says, "Hey, I'm willing to take any fashion risk possible, and I'm no. not giving a fuck about what nobody thinks about this." I ain't just doing try that to hit the stash, dog. You hell no. You never know. You could. Like what Diddy did for the Frohawk, you can do for the Hitler stash. Okay, <laughs> just rebrand it. Call it something else. Hell, get no. a little taper fade on the side. Make, <laughs> a it like the, make it curl up like how the French be having a little. Yeah, you can do up. that, bro. Hell no. There's a plethora of ideas that you can do if you just play around with it a little bit, bro. Come on, man. And hell no, bro. Come on, man. This nigga on the bullshit. This nigga on the bullshit. Want to talk about some? Oh, I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody think about how I'm dressing. And then the nigga won't even get the Hitler stash. God. 
It's about a B. <laughs> but look at me. I don't look like a like a, you know what I mean, like a classy villain. You feel uh, me? World domination. You, you look like a nigga with scurvy. Does you look like? <laughs> looks like you need more vitamin C, nigga. Looks like you spent a lot of time on a pirate ship. That's what it looks like. <laughs> vitamin C deficiency, bro. Fancy ass pirate. You feel me? Most of the pirates are black, bro. Yeah. Hey, I believe the the original everything was black. Yeah. Like everything, like everybody was black, and then white people popped up and was like, Oh no, this is my shit right here, bro. <laughs> yeah, this my skis right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be a pirate today, my nigga. <laughs> y'all go, y'all gonna have to go below the deck in the shackles, and that's how slavery started. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. That's some bullshit. You want some bullshit, magic. I do have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, that's chat GPT history, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Hold on. Before we get into it, man, let me get a slap though, bro. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And I got a slap of the week, bro. Hey man. I gotta play 18 scales again, man. You feel me? Off the album FFO Volume One for Funky Only. Remember I played Fragile last time and I mispronounced it? I've had Fragile. Yeah. That's all right, man. You know, we understand certain things about you. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this this week, I'm going to play Not My Fault. This is a lovely song. Oh, my God, bro. And he says a funny-ass line, bro. I hope you catch it, Frank, bro. Okay. This is fire, bro. Smooth! It's like me, a smooth criminal right now, you feel me? Now and again, the love gets rocky, rocky. Move on the 
call me out by the one-on-one and open up. And these days don't nothing shock me. My lady said my intuition done got sloppy. He said that we was fat, huh? Almost got me. Talking about me ain't enough to bring your stock rate up. How I move a tumble couldn't block me. And I was gonna kill a couple rappers. Wait, I killed a couple rappers. Corner on stage, made it hard to fill a couple rappers. Capital punishment got the venue filling up with laughs. Not my fault. Y'all go check it out, man. Slapper right there. You feel me? Yes, sir. I had to change out the eye patch though. That shit really was fucking up. Like, was I patching you? Yeah, that it really, was really like you were really like I heard you say R, nigga. Like yeah. you were really starting to turn into a pirate. Yeah, I had it. I'm R. sure you can't do. You know how they tell you like if you hold your eyes crossed for too long, they stick cross-eyed. Yeah. You wear iPods for too long, you become a pirate. That's yeah. this what happened. Searching so. for the booty. <laughs> <laughs> there was plenty of niggas that used to be regular niggas. Now they in the, in the middle of the ocean somewhere. So yeah, I, I, I do want to uh give one more shout out. Okay, one more. We'll give a shout out to uh Jeffrey Hudson. Okay. Who the hell, who the hell is Jeffrey Je- Jeffrey Hudson was a was a was a little person, right? He was a little person and and he uh so so back in like Victorian times. Mm-hmm. They would. Th- it was a thing to have like dwarves, like to own a like own a little person, like that uh-huh. was a thing. Uh, the like to have like on your jet, like because they have TV. So like, what's funnier than just having like a, a dwarf do dumb shit, <laughs> right? So this nigga Jeffrey Hudson was a dwarf, a dwarf, and so um. I believe it was uh, the Duke of Birmingham gave a gift to Queen Henrietta mm-hmm. of this little person. Okay. So this nigga was turned. Like, he'd be invited to all the noble parties and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. But then he got tired of the bullshit. He like, bro, you niggas is clowning me too much, bro. Like, they had a nickname for him was Lord Minimus. <laughs> Okay, Lord instead Minimus. of Maximus, they call this nigga Minimus. Lord Minimus, you know how much of a reductionist you have to be to do that. So, like that was like mm-hmm. a big ass roast back then. You call a nigga Minimus, yeah, that was a roast, right? Yeah. So everybody still used to laugh at him, like they make him fight fucking chickens and shit like that. Did he win? They be having a good old time. Was a chicken right? whooping his ass? Like you know? I mean, he had. I guess it was like this one in particular. That um, you know, he had a beef with. Okay. So uh in 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 history, he got tired tired of the bullshit. So um 
I, I guess they called this particular the one that he really had beef with was this one called Jeff Fritos, but we won't really get into the Fritos right now. Jeff but so he got tired of the bullshit, right? Okay. And he lost his patience and um he challenged did he, did he have a short temper? Obviously, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, bro! Hey, bro, that that, that was whack. That was argument. Um, so he, so there was this gym, this, this gentleman named Cross, right? Okay. Cross him for being little. Finally, Mister Hudson was like, "Fuck all of this, nigga. We gotta have a duel. One of us got to die. Because okay. I'm tired of all of the fuck we all the bullshit. Y'all's gonna stop besmirching my little name, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they go out there, right? Mm-hmm. And so this gentleman, Mr. Croft, was like, hey, I don't like, I don't know. He's still laughing, having fun, right? And instead of having a real gun, man, my man has a squirt gun. He oh. wasn't holding. He's like, I'm not about to do this little nigga. Like, come on. So they do one, two, three, turn around. And he thought it was all funny game. And Hudson, blow! Blasted blew his motherfucking brains out, man. So. Shout out to Hudson for the first nigga to ever have Napoleon syndrome before Napoleon. Okay. The first Napoleon syndrome. Oh my God. Wow. Napoleon syndrome. Yeah, man. Before Napoleon existed, I guess it probably should be Hudson syndrome. It should be, but Napoleon just sounds so much better. Yeah, they did Napoleon dirty anyways. Like after uh, Napoleon did all of that shit, so um, you know he, you would think he was like heralded as this like, because he was known as like a great uh, strategist when it comes to battling. When it comes to battling, mm-hmm. um, and really won him a few battles on a, on a front. But after they lost a few, they really like exiled this nigga. And yeah, like. Was like, no, we're not really fucking with you. And this nigga died with like not a penny to his name. But was he short though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was like five, 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 six. God damn. But he wasn't dummy short though. Like he wasn't like I mean, I was thinking he was like five foot five one or something like that. But so he wasn't dummy short, but he was short enough to have short little man complex. Little there man. was an article I was just like reading the title of today that I started to read the article, but I, but I did it, and it was about that. Like they just discovered that that was like an actual real thing. Little man complex. Yeah, it's like a real thing. Yeah, they just discovered that. Like anybody could tell you that, bro. Anybody with a short homie could tell you that. Yeah, that shit been in the beginning of times. You feel me? It, they even one or two ways. Either they're like complete bitches, or they want to fight everybody. Yeah. That's it. There, there, there is no, no middle ground about them. What would you consider like short, like little man? At what point? I would say like probably. Uh, I would start around five, 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 six. Okay. You know, I mean, that's average male height is probably what five eight five nine. Yeah. So you're a good few inches short, shorter than average male height, right? Yeah. So I would think that that would be considered short. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm blessed to to not have to worry about that, you know. So are you? So yeah. 
It's blessed not to look you know, at it. It could have been dicey. You see how sure my mom is. It, it could have been dicey. Like I could have been, yeah. I could have been a little person. I'm just saying. He could have been like five five, bro. I could have been wild. like Mr. Hudson. I could have I could have had to blame a nigga for clowning me. You know what I'm saying? At every moment. Damn. Motherfucker be like, Frank, how's your day going? What the fuck you talking about, my day, nigga? You know what I'm saying? It ain't a long day for me, nigga. Yeah. I sure like, to work. Frank, you look a little tired today, nigga. A little tired? Yeah. What the fuck you mean a little tired? <laughs> Just snap on this I'm nigga, bro. Tired, bitch. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> bro. That shit would have been wild, man. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Can uh, I know we try to steer away from sports, but. We, we got to talk about sports right now, bro. You guys want to talk about Ja? No, actually, I didn't even want to. Uh, we could we could talk about Ja, but I actually wanted to talk about KD ankles. What the hell is going on? What happened? You didn't, bro. He rolled his ankle, and I think he's out for the season. He Kevin just, Durant? Kevin Durant in a Today? pregame, uh, I think yesterday, a pregame warm-up, rolled his ankle and out for the season. Bruh. Is it the Chris Paul effect? It he does come with a certain level of bad luck. He really does, bro. How can they say out for the season for a sprained ankle though? Like the regular season? Because they're making the postseason. It's only like a couple games left. It's like, That's maybe like 20 like, games left in the season, bro. Yeah. So he's gonna miss 20 games for it's a sprained angle that bad, huh? Yeah, that's what they say. Damn, that's crazy. Look, first of all. Let's like be real. Like Kevin Durant is body is comprised of um with like eating uh chicken bones and <laughs> and uh with fucking bacon wrapped around him. That that's like his body. Like you can build an actual life-size Kevin Durant out of just old chicken bones and bacon scraps, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So so but what would be wrong with this model? It would break easily, right? Yeah. Regardless of how much tape you use, it would just be too fragile to sustain that height with that width. Motherfucker will snap. So I would I would venture to say this. If I did not want to get injured, if I'm Kevin Durant, I don't want to get injured, mm -hmm. I would brush my hair every now and then. Jesus Christ. Because when you walking around with Actual fucking insects and spiders yeah. living in your shit. <laughs> like, it contributes to the environment in which accidents and casualties might happen. <laughs> right? I mean, this is that. Like, you brush your hair. It, it's like they say, like, if you wake up in the morning and you, and you make your bed, yeah, the rest of your day will go better because you started out with some sense of order. Exactly. This nigga thrives in chaos. He obviously thrives in chaos. If he wakes up in the morning and, like, that shit got to hurt, first of all. It got to hurt. So he has to be in constant pain from the nappage. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck. This. It makes me just so angry just because he's from D.C. I'm from D.C. Like, I know how we are, like, yeah. dressing and our, our personal appearance. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he takes no pride in that and that he always looks like it's been a couple days since his last shower. <laughs> like it really, it really 
irks me, bro. Hey, are you saying Kevin Durant nickname is is it's been a couple days? Yeah, it might be. It definitely ain't Kevin Deodorant. Okay. <laughs> that definitely ain't his name. Because the nigga don't seem like you wear none of that shit either. <laughs> <That's deodorant. laughs> My bad, bro. Right. If I was hey, but RP to uh bruh's ankles, man. Look, man, bro. God, we want damn. we we want a fully healthy. The thing is, it's like nobody wants to see the Suns win the championship. Now I want I want to see Chris Paul win one if it ain't the Warriors. I put it like that. I just don't I don't I don't see his luck ever allowing that to happen. Nah, it ain't happening. See. This nigga Chris Paul, him and Kyle Lowry. I'm gonna tell you what happened with these niggas, right? Mm-hmm. So him Kyle and Kyle Lowry, huh? I know. Okay. Right. Yeah. Him and Kyle Lowry got together one day early in their career, and they're like, "Hey, we gonna sell our souls to the devil to be thick. What? They want to be little thick bitches. <laughs> so they sold right. themselves to the devil to be <laughs> thick. Now." Calvary repented, right? He repented, got his championship, but oh my God. then his career took a quick. Where the fuck is he now, right? Yeah, I ain't really hear about Calvary lately. Like you, it's just I have no idea what's going on with him. I, I don't know what it where the shit is now, right? Chris Paul, every year in the postseason, he's this close. Niggas a tit hair away every postseason. Every time. Something always befalls him. Yep. Don't sell your soul to the devil to be a thick bitch, okay? Jesus Christ. Now, if you got bread, you can get a BBW, Chris Paul. All right? What the hell? Be a little baddie. BBW. Oh, what what they call that? Brazilian butt. Oh, BBL. There you go. Brazilian butt lift. (laughs) My bad. He wanted to be a BBW, though. <laughs> a big beautiful woman. <laughs> I was like, my bad, bro. Beautiful woman. Sometimes let her be moving around with me. Yeah. <laughs> a BBL. I'm about to say, bro, you're attacking the BBL community, bro. And 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 Devin Booker, Devin Booker just need to shut the fuck up. Oh. Devin Booker be talking cash right. shit when they win it. And 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 I enjoy the little tête-à-tête between him and Luka Doncic. Okay, but let's be very clear: this nigga ain't no Luka. He gets buckets, and he will get a bucket on your ass. But he doesn't have that transcendence of a game like a Luka. Do you feel Luka game is close to like James Harden game back in the day? I think Luka's game. Is Jason Kidd's game basically with a bigger body and a better jump shot? Okay, so he don't turn the ball over that really that much then. Yeah, he makes good decisions with the ball. Um, you know, later in Jason Kidd's career, he developed a shot when he won that championship with uh with the Mavs, beat LeBron. Um, but earlier in his career, he couldn't shoot. So Luca already has that on his side, and again, he has a bigger frame, but they're around the same height. 
Um, that's the closest comparison I would be able to make more of a LeBron James Harden. I know he did pass the ball, but let's be honest. He was just a, basically a bucket getter. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even, I mean, he's kind of, he's changed his game a lot. He's embraces roles like the second guy on that, on that, uh, 76 team. Yeah. But I just really feel like his lack of defense won't ever be conducive to winning a championship. Do you think his defense got better though? I feel like James Harden defense got somewhat better. Why? Uh, he plays the passing lane a little bit more. He he's always played the passing lane. The problem has been because he's always been up there in steals. Always. He's been because he plays the pass the passing lane well. But yeah. it's the actual like one on one like ability to be able to lock down and and give effort through the second move. It's like first move, then he's like, ah, I'm done. You know. You think I thought he done change that? I think he given more effort, in my opinion. Well, he might be. I, I mean, I I've watched a few 76ers game this year. Um, they seem like a better team, and really, I'm not. He he's like a secondary piece to me whenever I watch him play. So mm-hmm. I don't really pay much attention Joel to what he's doing. Because Embiid, because Joel, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Joel Embiid is the second most dominant player in the game today. He is. So I mean, you got. I mean, number one is Giannis, and then it's him. From a dominant standpoint, right? Yeah. Like, you're not stopping either one of those guys. You got to just hope that they just don't want to be aggressive that night. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, from that standpoint. But let's get on job, man. Okay. Like, what do you think he's really, like, of that ilk? Like, do you think he really lives that life and and he doesn't know any better? Or do you think that this is... And for those of you guys who don't know, John Morant, star basketball player for the Memphis Grizzlies, in case you don't follow basketball very much, um, has had a number of issues this year. The latest issue um, in which he may be suspended for a long period of time. They're doing an investigation as he had a gun in the nightclub and he flashed it on social media. Um, they have fears that he might have had it on the team plane. They're unsure. So. Um, it could have been possible, and it happened in Utah. They could have brought litigation against him, but they didn't have enough information. No, not Utah, uh, Colorado. Denver. Oh, Colorado, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, nigga. <laughs> Two lily white towns, bro. <laughs> they're they, they not looking to just let niggas off. So the fact that they said we don't have enough information. But, okay, do you think uh, Colorado is very strict with guns? Or would they be I don't think so. It? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, maybe laws against having like a a handgun or like flash brandishing a weapon um, is considered a crime as well. So, uh, in a lot of places that don't really have um, like strict gun laws, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it it you know they don't really get niggas chances like that. Like if they could get you on something. They gonna get you on something, you know what I mean? But Colorado has, I mean, that was one of the first places to to let you smoke weed. So maybe That's they're saying I'm like I don't a know a little bit more of a, a liberal space, but it's still extremely uh, Caucasian. So, <laughs> yeah, but them, them Caucasian motherfuckers is extremely, extremely for the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. Yeah, so for sure. That's why I'm like, I, I don't know what Colorado how they really stand when it comes to the, like the gun laws and if they're like strict you know what i mean well let me ask you this if you could say anything to john morant what would you say to him right now <clears throat> if i gotta say something to john morant um don't bring the gun on the plane that was like 
kind of my only mistake I saw. And I mean, just like if you want to play in the NBA, you know, they have like rules and guidelines. That's the kind of only. But it's not just that. It's beating up a 17-year-old kid at an overrun. Allegedly. I Every time I hear allegedly, I'm going to wait till the case is fully prosecuted, okay? Where there's smoke, there's fire. So if all these events that are happening, he beat up somebody else at, at a footlocker, right? And he's admit he's admitted to that. Yeah, he admitted to uh, uh, and, and threatened him with a gun as well. So it's like this is a habit. I'm not I'm not about the thing where I'm just gonna protect somebody because they black or don't want to say it. I'm not about that. Like accountability to me is accountability. And so to me, like it's very important for him to notice what his trajectory could possibly be and what it where it could go if he keeps going in this direction. You don't give anybody once you, once you start to make it somewhere you don't give anybody the ability to take things away from you. You're opening doors and, and you know how it is in the hood, right? Like Nigga, like the people around him not even moving right either. Because in the hood, it's like, nah, nigga, you who you do that. We do this shit. You concentrate on that. Yeah. You have people around you. You don't have to be that guy. Even if that's a mindset you might have, you don't have to be the guy that's mixed up in these things. So why is he always making these bad decisions? Or even in a position where he might have to make a decision like this. Hmm. We've there's a bunch of other basketball players, they don't get into shit like that. The closest nigga I can imagine coming up with something like that is Plexigo Burris. And even Plexigo Burris was like, bro, I don't know, man. You might want to stop the bullshit or you're gonna end up like me, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to say because. It seems that John Morant's father is in his life. You feel me? What, what does that mean? You would think he'll, he'll have some type of a guidance, in a sense. Just because your dad's in your life, though, doesn't mean that they're a positive influence in your life as well. I'm and I'm not going to say that because I don't know him. Yeah, I know he's always at every game. You know, I, I, I know all of this, but I don't know how he raised him. You know, I know people have like the little the pictures of him and saying that he went to you know private school or whatever. He was busting. He wasn't gangster. Blah, blah blah. But I don't know what his dad instilled in him. I don't know what that dynamic looked like at all. If they had like a friendship dynamic, which a lot of people in the hood do, you know how it is. You know, if they're in their kid's life, they just like the homies. They kick it or whatever. Yeah, but what if like I. What if like John Morant's father is giving him sound advice and Josh is at such a pinnacle point in his in his life? He's kind of starting to be like, well, I don't really need to like he's his own man too, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm kind of like confused because I look at John Morant's father and I'm looking at like, nah, this is a black man that's like seemed like a stand-up black man that was in his kid's life. And then you start seeing like John went to like private school and stuff like that. So I'm like, it's kind of like confusing. Cause it's like, it's more of a why. What's what's the what's the point? You don't. You don't. What, need what, to have what afflicts? Everybody. You don't need to every everybody. Like, it's what afflicts a lot of suburban black kids, is they feel like the only way that they can really be in touch with, you know, their blackness is to be hood, right? 
to yeah, be tough, that's... to be gangster. Like a lot of people, like people, like niggas in the hood, for the most part, yeah, you got your, your real hood niggas, but the regular niggas in the hood don't want to be in there in the hood. You know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, give me the fuck away from these niggas, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got niggas that just don't want to lead a block. Like they say, like, no matter what money I get, I'm here forever. They love that shit. They of that. They, you know, they know one mile radius and that's it. They're not fucking with nothing else. Um, but I, 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 and then I, like I said, I think that there are people in the suburbs who look at that and they, it's always glorified and music and on TV and everything. So they want to be that, right? It's like, I'm this exceptional, uh, athlete and, but I, I, I see that and I like the way that looks too. Cause what were we attracted to growing up? Like who got the girls and everything in the neighborhood? The hood niggas, right? Yes. So a lot of times these are the people that people are looking up to. Um, or it could be just as simple as John Moran is like never really been a huge star until now, right? To the NBA. So he wasn't highly touted at out of high school. He went to a small ass college. Didn't get any tout until like right before the draft. They're like, oh, this nigga's he can hoop or whatever. He's athletic. He had that crazy dunk. Mm-hmm. And it's like he started to get notoriety. And now it's like first real chance. So he hasn't had the chance to have that celebrity about him that he has now. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't have that celebrity in high school and college. Like most of the athletes now. Most athletes now, like you know about them. You heard about them. Like in high school, you heard their name. So they have a buzz around about that. In college, you heard their name. So they have that experience in college. He's just getting that now. So I don't know, man. Job, bro. Just stay away from the bullshit, man. I, I, I'd hate your, your career is so promising. And obviously you got love for the game. It shows out there. That's undeniable. But don't fucking end up like T.I. And and, and, and really spoil a, 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 a super promising career for some dumb shit. Surround yourself with better people and be a better person yourself. It's hard to like... I can hear the whole surround yourself with better people, but I, I'm just like, I feel like it's better people around them, but it's just like John Morant could just be like, man, I'm like my own man, like whatever. Like I'm, I'm going to do what I want in a sense. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. <laughs> he could, he but did. everybody got that person. Everybody got that person that, that like, no matter who you are, that person that you regardless of of who you listening to or whatever that would be that voice of reason for you we typically and hopefully somebody in his crew is that person Hmm. like you were always like i'm not gonna let nobody tell me what to do blah blah blah. but i was that person for you like hey ma like let's think about this let's chill and then you 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 know I, i would bring some like reality back to the situation for you. You weren't leaning towards towards you know your in into your anger or whatever so mm-hmm. much. I don't know if he has that person or if he's just decided to shut that person out. But for the most part, most you know most people do and you surround yourself <laughs> with people that you respect, 
I would hope if you're doing something like that, some people that you respect and people you think that have your best interest in mind, at least. Mm -hmm. And then just ending up in these places, bro. Like, you, why do you, you just had a basketball game. Like, you really got to move straight to a strip club. Like, like, bro, it's not even like. The strip club I don't have a problem with. It's just like, it's more of the damn, like, what you what you getting yourself into where you got to carry the gun in the strip club like you don't have people for that well he posted his location as well yeah that's what it's like hmm it's like what are you doing he posted his location and then put it a gun up like basically like come see about me basically yeah it was like i'm like Nick, who do you have beef with like that i thought you just be just who is he trying to manufacture it could i don't know that could you be know, a thing too I don't see what the advantage of of being a tough guy is at that level. There's like you have no advantages. There's only disadvantages to that at the level of money that he's going to make. Yeah. Having an, a, a not level head it is a, an extreme disadvantage where he's at right now. And it's like just be a just be what you've been doing. Like to me, it's like how you said that he's trying to show his blackness by like connecting with certain activities in the hood and shit yeah. like the gun and stuff like that. In my head, I was like, you was already kind of connecting with that and through hooping, really. Yeah. I love you for just you, just being you and how yeah. you your style and all that shit. Like now it's kind of like it's kind of tainted because it's like the whole, I mean, like, furnishing of the gun, I was like, uh, whatever. But then when you find out he's in, like, Denver, Colorado, and it's like, oh, shit, you traveled with that, bro. Nah, like, traveling with the gun, like. Like, he ain't learned enough from Gilbert Arenas? It's like, bro, I don't think he even, like, know the story <laughs> of Gilbert Arenas, to be honest. Well, he needs to. John Morant's, like, 23. He like, needs to. I just hope that he's not like fuck everybody, you know, because a lot of people are talking about it right now. I hope he's not like fuck y'all. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do, and that he's really taking a moment of reflection from this. Um, and you know, something not super detrimental happens to him, um, but that will put him like give him a bit of a reality check, um, because. You know, we've seen some some you know promising careers in different sports, um, in tragically or uh, in early because of bad decisions, mm -hmm. and and we definitely had to see that. You know, young black Hooper that you know has the whole world in front of him, um, and the support really of the whole you know black community. Um, there's not a lot of players I really like check. To see, like, oh, if they hoop in, like, oh, I'm gonna watch that game. He's like one of those players, though. It's like, because I know yeah. he's gonna have like one play every game, mm -hmm. you know, that I don't, I, I want to see live. I want to see when it happens. Yeah. So, um, you he's know, style of play. Game, bro. don't he kind of remind you of like a way more athletic AI in a sense? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think as far as the, the, the following that he has, um and how to like every like niggas is like really fucking with him and they they pulling for him like in that sense 
Absolutely. Ain't that just grit, bro? Just like yeah. I feel like you know AI had that grit and was like, "Yo, I'm about to just score at you any type of way. I'm just gonna impose my will." Seems like yeah. Durant has that same kind of yeah. You know, he 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 is like that fearless, you know, on on the court, and um, you know, he ain't gonna back down from nobody. But yeah, he's fearless off the court too. All right, <laughs> let's let's get into these articles. Yeah. Oh my goodness, bruh. <laughs> oh man. Alright, um which one was yours, bruh? Was it the Twitter or no letter? The letter. Okay, I'm, let's read. Let's read mine first. All right, all right, bro. Got got this off complex by Joshua Espinoza. Man arrested at being found with ancient mummy. He referred to as spiritual girlfriend. Name Juanita. Now I know y'all all asking the same question I was asking. Absolutely. It was the question. Is he fucking that mummy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, is that not the question you had? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Jesus Christ. I was about no. to say, bro, there's only one question that every person, all inquiring mind, wants to know. Yeah, you hitting that nigga? You hitting that? Damn. <laughs> you said I knocked the dust off. That. No, never mind. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. Jesus. Jesus. Hey, let's watch video. I love watching videos, man. Damn. He was beating that back in. I can't. We can't hear it, by the way. Y'all can't hear it. Uh -oh. they, ain't, they ain't even saying shit. It's oh, okay. win. It is a both win. <laughs> All right, man. God damn. These video people. Peruvian authorities say that they detain detained a man who was allegedly found carrying an ancient mummy. You can't carry an ancient Wait a minute. No, no, you can't just be free balling an ancient mummy. You can't just be carrying a motherfucking ancient mummy around. Look, I don't know what the laws entail. I just know I don't want to live in a world where niggas can just walk around carrying ancient mummies around. I don't know. I'm, is I'm is that a world you want to live in, Magic? I might let it happen. Like, <laughs> ain't bother nobody. Let them be. Shit. All right. According to the BBC, uh, bruh. <laughs> he most definitely was fucking that mummy, according to the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 26-year-old Julio Cesar Bermijo was taken into custody Saturday after the after he and two others were spotted at an archaeology. They were trying to run a train on the mummy? Archaeology <laughs> site in Puno. Where'd you get Police? that from? Where'd you get that? Oh, <laughs> because <laughs> um, two others were spotted at the archaeology site. So that's yeah. what you think is happening. Wow. Police confronted the seemingly intoxicated. Bermijo at the scene and noticed he was carrying a large red cooler bag labeled Pedido Shah. 
the name of a popular food delivery app in South America. This 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 story getting stranger and stranger. <laughs> officers <clears throat> officers opened the cooler and found a mummified corpse believed to be six to eight hundred years old. Damn, he was getting that ancient throat. The man told the story. Oh, <laughs> the corpse belonged to his father. Now that's just uh, <laughs> who came home with it about thirty years ago. Bermudo did not specify how his dad acquired the corpse. But referred to it as his own spiritual girlfriend named Juanita. He claimed he had taken on me out so he could show it off to his friends. Wow. It sleeps in my bedroom with me. Wow. There's my bed. The TV said next to it. There's Juanita. Spreading eagle. <laughs> he told <laughs> he told officers that reported by NBC News. I take care of it. It's like if you're pausing the expression. As if it were my spiritual girlfriend. <laughs> Why he sound like Fizz from that 70s show, bro? <laughs> the 70s show sounded creepy, bro. He seemed like a nigga with a mummy girlfriend. You tell me right now Fizz wouldn't have a mummy girlfriend. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, Fizz was fiending for it. Yeah. <laughs> Officials who have analyzed the mummy said the remains likely belong to a black person. I mean, four foot eleven Puno woman. I mean, man, what? Hold on, time out. Was <laughs> the mummy transgender? <laughs> Look, bro, I, I don't know, man. There's no way. There's no way. Hold on. Hold on. The mummy was transgender. Is this what we're rolling with? I mean, I guess so. I mean, look, the more things change, the more they stay the same, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure niggas been transgendered throughout society. Oh my god, bro. Oh, I'm gonna stop it right there, bro. Wow. We made up our own narrative. We made the mummy See, This nigga's gonna bring back an ancient STD. Yeah. That's what he gonna fuck around and do. Bring back, like, instead of the crabs, niggas gonna be getting scorpions or some shit. <laughs> this is about to be wild, bro. The scorps. Yeah. Oh, I got the Forbes, <laughs> God damn! What's the effects of Scorps? I mean, yeah. I know you gonna still have that burning sensation, damn. But burn. it might come along with actual scorpions on your crotch. God damn! Yeah, that would that would definitely not be an appealing disease for most to get. So. Hell but no. I think it'd be highly contagious. Ooh. Highly, highly contagious, huh? Yeah, like the scorpions exist and they only want to live near a genital. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> that's its habitat? Whole point in life to live next to a genital. Yeah. And feast on the flesh of your pubic bones. The scorp. Yeah. You know, Disgusting. Man, hey, let me tell you something, Frank. It's so many motherfuckers stupid out here that somebody might start a TikTok trend to get the scorps. <laughs> oh, and do a dance with it. Now I got the scorps. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably right. Hey, but shout out to that man. Um, yeah, man. Like, look. Would that be true love? Is that like romantic? He I don't think it is. Like, yeah. he's carrying his love. 
you know, and he was happy to show he went to show his love off to his friends. Yeah. You know, that's a, I think that's a beautiful story. Yeah. You know, that space and time like their love transcends space and time. Like, you yep. know, that's some old time traveler shit right there, bro. That's they, they've made made very romantic movies off things based like that. Yeah, man. I don't think they imagine somebody would actually be fucking a mummy. Yeah. Um, but it's 2023, dog. You can fuck whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Identify as what you want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. All right. Do babe. your thing, big dog. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to that man. You a mummy fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it! Oh. Huh. Anyway, all right, Freight. Let's uh, let's get into your article, bro. Which one was yours? The um, was it this one or the Twitter? Yeah, that one. <clears throat> okay. All right. So this one's uh, this is from the Lab Bible. Um. So uh, man got a letter informing him he was dead. Was forced to get a note from the GP to prove that he was alive. So let's oh get into the article. This God, is bro. published is this by uh, Joe Harker. Um, is it him? Yeah. So so this is me, Joe Harker. Everyone, uh, this Joe man Harker. with the lovable pug. Yeah. Um, so a man ended up with the shock of his life after he decided. I'm sorry. After he received a letter from the government telling him he was dead. No, no, no. Hey, no, 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 no. Hold on, sorry, sorry. Frank, you are totally right. I know this says received, but the way the, the, the logical brain works, yeah, he decided to send himself this fucking letter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He decided to send himself this shit. Come on, bro. So 48-year-old Mark Cusack is a former town counselor for Hungerford and was in a surprise when he received an <laughs> ominous letter from the Department for Work and Pension. Oh. The letter informed him that he was tragic that he had tragically died. Wow. Which was news to Mark and left him without a national insurance number, meaning he was stuck with no pay to pay his uh, council tax. Wow. I don't know what that is, but I assume that there was some kind of tax over there across the pond. Yeah. Uh, Mark, who lives with his dog Puggles, oh. um, as I spoke before, uh, before uh, I love a little black pug dog, um, said that his former place of work had even been informed of his passing and he ended up having to go to his general practitioner for a doctor's note to prove he was still alive. What kind of sign? Now imagine, is this? imagine this. Imagine you show up to work on a Monday and you're like, they're like, oh, Mark, 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 what are you doing here? I thought you were dead. Oh my God, I thought you were dead. And Mark's like, um... They fucked up, dog. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not dead. Like I just showed up to work. I'm early. I'm gonna get my coffee. I'm a, I'm a punch in. And they're like, wait. Mm -hmm. Before you punch in, I don't know if you're actually fucking dead or not. Like I don't really fucking believe that you're actually alive right now. I need you to get proof of you being alive before I can let you clock into work today. Huh. Like what kind of bullshit is this? Nobody wanted and what is it? He goes to his doctor and he's like, Hey, can you write me a letter to say I'm alive? <laughs> <laughs> like he's the first nigga 
that ever had to go to the doctor to get an alive note. Most niggas <laughs> want to get a sick note. He got to get a fucking alive note. Normally niggas is getting doctor's notes to get out of work. This nigga got to get a doctor's note to get into work. <laughs> <laughs> it's some crazy <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> Oh my God, bro! Hey, open, open it back up real quick. I, I want to see how what wow. he had to say about this. So, um, I think it was right here. Yeah. Uh, it may sound ridiculous, but if the government thinks you're dead, <laughs> it can take a bit of an effort to get them to fix this little mistake. A little mistake, huh? Uh, they have this in uh, bold red letters. A little mistake. Ah, uh, and you <laughs> and you'd probably want to know. Why they thought you'd shuffle off your moral coil in the first place. Huh. Mark said he could see the funny side to it and has now managed to get a note from his GP to confirm he was actually still alive. He said she joked that I could consider cashing in any life insurance I might have. I've reported the, the matter to the action fraud, given that I've had a previous issue of identity theft. The current situation may seem farcical. Um, I think that's how you say that word. We don't use that on this side of the farm, but I'm farcical. Farcical, like a farce, like false. Yeah, um, farcical, but it has many ramifications. I really wouldn't want anyone else to be faced with the situation where they'd suddenly deceased, especially not someone with a health condition or. Who is in a vulnerable situation? Unfortunately, reversing everything is not as simple as making a phone call or writing a letter. His doctor's note dated 17th February had his GP saying that can confirm I consulted with him today in person and that he is alive. So hopefully it all gets sorted out now and Mark can officially get his life back. Is this I'll get that life insurance check, dog? Yeah, I, I think I'm getting that life insurance check. Hey, bro, doing the fraud thing, bro. Yeah, nah, nah. He, no, nah, he, he gots to do the frauds now. Yeah, I'm doing all the frauds at that point. They effed up. Is it actually? Yeah, fraud I didn't day? do that. I do it, bro. He should have just said, "Cash me on my life insurance." He would have been. That is a nigga's up. dream. Wow, that's a nigga's dream right there. To get money. Get the life insurance now. Yeah. Why he's lifed. Yeah. <laughs> Why he's life. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, he fumbled that bag. Mark. Mark, Mark Cusack. Yeah, fucking damn. up the bag, dog. Fuck. I'm going to give advice to all y'all out there. If you have life insurance and you get that good old letter from the state saying that you've been deceased, mm -hmm. get that cash. Yeah. Cash and dash. That 500K <laughs> can last you the rest of your life in Mexico. Yep. You just got to change your identity. Not in Mexico. You just get a fucking, you don't got to change your identity down there. True. Two different just, governments. You just better hope you ain't mistaken identity, cause they listen. You ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing wrong. I just got this check. Mm. I went to the bank. I said, "This here, can you look at this check?" And they gave me money. When I asked them to look at, it, they gave me money. 
<laughs> I said, look at this check right here. I slid it across the counter on my ID. They looked at it. They gave me money. Mm -hmm. I took the money because I didn't know what to do. I was like, so I, I didn't know. I mean, it's not my fault. And I had went to Mexico because it was hot. What about going to Vegas? Could you just go to Vegas, change your identity? No, nigga, you're not going to Vegas. First of all, Vegas is America. And America is expensive. True. You want to live in a place. Maybe you move to Vietnam. I want to go to Canada. Would Canada work? No. Why not? It's just expensive in Canada as it is down here. Unless you move to, like, Saskatchewan somewhere where it's cold as fuck out in the middle of nowhere. Saskatchewan. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, a like the odd cousin of like Bigfoot or Saskatchewan. <laughs> Where you live at, Saskatchewan? <laughs> what kind of fucking potassio nut is that? <laughs> Sorry, Canada, we we love y'all. Listen, take the bag, bro. Next time, take the Mark Cusack. If this happens to you again, you fumble that bag, you're gonna have more trouble. Than that fictitious death, okay? Man, we know nigga might show up to your door. Let me let me let me show you something, Frank, before we go to the things that we see. You know he gonna fumble the bag. Look how this nigga look. Yeah, he a goober. Look, look at the, like, look how the pug look at yeah. the pug is disgusted with this disgusted. man. Yes, he's man. like, I just seen you do some <laughs> of the most rank shit of any human being. <laughs> do not touch me. That's literally what he's like. Nigga, do not touch me. I seen what you shoved in your ass the other day. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me. That's all the dog is, bro. The dog is literally like, I'm disgusted with you. you the dog looked like every time he take a shit, the man eat the dog shit. That's what the dog looking like, bro. Nah, get up all you done ate my shit for the every day for the past two and a half years. For real. Dog yeah. is like, you should have took the money, you weak motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. The wow. dog probably tried to kill a nigga and, and uh and, and sent that letter out himself. <laughs> the dog I did. Love the dog. <laughs> wow. That dog was trying to take this man out. The dog yeah. was trying to get that check. Yeah. He said, I gotta be next again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, bro. Oh shit. All right, man. You ready for the things that we see? Yo. All right. Let's uh let's look at your shit first, though. It's the Twitter thing, right? Yeah. With the no jumper. Yeah, so so look, this is Logan Resp Logan Paul's um assumption of why he lost his recent bout to Tommy Fury. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Do, do you think do you think your wet dream played a part of it at all? Bro, I don't know if we can this street talk about. I this. mean, I do want to talk about it because I I know I know you didn't want to, but mom said she said Jake had a wet dream the night before his fight. I sparked up and I said, no fucking way, I had a wet dream the day of the KSI fight. Hey, why yeah. are you guys talking to your moms about that? <laughs> very open family. Yeah, very open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too open. Too. I don't think so. Open. I think, I think it's probably a bit. It's healthy. probably healthy to talk about sex with your kids. That's probably why. You know what I used to say growing up? Why you're like my this. parents used to be like, "That's some white people shit." That's that's what ah, I used to. Nice. That's yeah. some white people nice. shit, bro. Nice. But but dude, it, our our lives really do run so parallel. And, and and I know you had been in boxing terms, what they call 
building your batch. Yep. So essentially what you do is you don't release um, in order to build up that testosterone in your body to make you just like some angry fucking fight. And I fucked myself, literally, literally. over. What, what, what was your dream about? I, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I don't actually even remember. Yeah, cat. Like, <laughs> cat, you nutted and forgot? Nah, nah. You nut and you go, oh, No, because I, wo- I literally woke up in a panic. Like, fuck. Worst Where was ever. the nut? Fuck, Worst fuck, thing fuck, ever. fuck. Where's the nut? Like where? where like, like right now? No, no, no. <laughs> somewhere. Like, <laughs> how did you make this shocking discovery? Are you like right after you wake up and you like jolt out of it, and I was like, it's oh the worst thing God. ever. When you can't stop it either. Yeah, because because bro, you have like yeah. two oh, weeks. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, two yeah. weeks of testosterone build up, built up, and so the reason a wet dream happens is because your body like needs to release yeah. that energy. It, like knows inside of its in your mind, it's like this is not good, and. Yeah, I fucked myself. That's like an ex- probably was like an explosion though. Hundred percent, his dream was him standing above Tom. <laughs> 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 All right, you can stop this. What? So, do you think the reason why Logan Paul lost that fight was because he came on his own belly button? <laughs> <laughs> Looky, I know, I know what he's talking about, and I know what he's trying to like get at and stuff like that. But that's not the reason why he lost the fight, brother. You just lost the fight because Burrow's a better fighter. First of all, if that loading was, was actually like any scientific <laughs> basis for the whole loading, there would be niggas across America that can lift up the Statue of Liberty right now. Yeah, but I think <laughs> like the, the loading of just the busting of the nut itself, a lot of motherfuckers still be yanking it. Yank, 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 yank. <laughs> You feel me? Well, I know that, but if there was any validity to the testosterone increase from not ejaculating, niggas ain't getting no niggas would not even be prison would not be able to hold niggas in. You understand me? These niggas is going years without no butt. Okay. No, but I think it's not the but that's the thing. I don't think it's the ass thing. I think it's the the ass. The skeeting. No, I know. These yeah. niggas don't be skeeting like some. I, I know we hear the stories about, but like niggas having sex with each other and beating off. There's plenty of niggas that don't do none of that in prison. They yeah. don't do none of that. They don't engage in any of that. Yeah. If if it gave you any type of super strength, the guards would be in hell. <laughs> okay, they'd be ripping the hinges off that prison and beating the guards. <laughs> with their own flaccid penises. Like, <laughs> that's what, what would be happening if this gave you any type of strength or, or a testosterone. Now, they studies have shown it does slightly like testosterone, but your testosterone, like, will go right back up and pretty much immediately after. Yeah. Now, this sounds like a cop-out. What do you me? think about uh, Jake and Logan Paul uh both a having wet dreams the same day as their fights um which is very odd to me first of all yeah they- secondly having this conversation with their mom that hey i i i busted out of my belly button last night <laughs> it's like one it's like bro why are you having this wet dream before you having to fight a man and <laughs> that shit's wild then the thing is like like, are y'all niggas still having a teenage mindset or whatever? Like, why? What the hell is going on? Like, why, why did mom know every time they bust a nut? 
Yeah. I don't understand why they feel comfortable enough. Like, I want my kids to have, like, a certain level of, of comfortability with me. You know, I want us to be have a friendly relationship when they get older and, you know, they're grown. Mm-hmm. But if, if my son came to me like that, I busted my belly button last night. I might have to whoop his ass. <laughs> I might have to whoop his ass because you're not about to just be telling your parents that shit, okay? And he better not say that to his mom because ain't no another nigga going to be telling my wife that he done busted his own belly button. No, nigga, I don't care. But see, keyword, right? They told their mom, not their dad. No, that's what I'm saying. Ain't, like I said, ain't no nigga about to be telling. I don't care who you are. Ain't no nigga about to be telling my wife, even my son. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a nigga. He not about to be telling my wife he done bust nuts on belly button. It's not happening. I don't know why they even telling their mom that. Like I don't know. And the mom was freely like, oh, yeah, you know, Jake bust nuts his belly button last night. Like, what? Just freely giving out this information. Like, this is just a family conversation. Like, maybe they have, like, a board, you know, and they put a yeah. star on the board every time they have a wet dream at night or something like that. And they, you know, oh, look, Jake had a wet dream last night. But it's just, that shit is kind of like a fucking cop out for both these motherfuckers, bro. No, they just got they, their shit rocked that they got to, you know, come up with a reason. Yeah, man. Y'all just took the L, bro. It's cool. It's okay. They trying to use that bullshit. Yeah, more or less respect for uh, Jake after he he lost that fight. Uh, he went the full eight rounds, right? Yeah, yeah. I look at I have more respect for him until this moment. Like, don't come <laughs> up with this fucking excuse, bro. Actually, it was kind of impressive because you went against a boxer and went a full eight rounds. Most people probably would have thought, "Nah, you're about to get knocked out because you're finally fighting a boxer." Somebody well, it was Logan that brought it up. He did. He never really brought it up himself and said, this is the reason why. Like, Logan was like, I was talking to mom, and mom told me that you had a wet dream. Do you think that's why you lost the fight? That's So he, his brother brought it up and then blamed his own personal loss to KSI on the fact that possibly, you know, skeeting on himself uh caused the uh, a, a sudden loss of boxing skill maybe <laughs> i don't i don't know how that works i've never know. been a professional boxer so i don't know if your skill decreases if you skeeter yourself i don't know this for a fact i haven't I, done any scientific diagnosis on any of these things i think it's the aggression like if you withhold your skeet you're more aggressive i guess yeah <laughs> That's what I that's the thing is you you hold in like you know some some motherfuckers be saying like your skeet is your manhood it's your well, I get what it I get what they were saying I get what it's supposed to be yeah but I mean I can whoop a nigga ass after I skeet like <laughs> it ain't gonna this it's not really gonna hold back the hands you know what I mean like I don't know. <laughs> I think you're reaching, bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he literally, bro, that's what I'm saying. It's just a fucking excuse, bro. Just take your L. Yeah, take the L. Walk away with, with pride and dignity. Yeah, man. 
Did you see when Logan Paul ran into uh, Floyd Mayweather? Was it Logan or Jake? I be getting both of them motherfuckers it, mixed up. It was, was it was uh it was it was Jake. Yeah, he ran into uh, Floyd Mayweather and like Floyd Mayweather 50. had other people and shit. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't even know what that was about. I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. I'm just kind of like, is this it's all the stuff? Popular? Everything's a rollout. Like, yeah, like I, I literally, I was watching that, and then I'm like, I don't want to be watching this anymore. This looks dumb. Yeah, and, it's and like, then I just uh, stopped watching it. Are they trying to have beef or fight? And uh, bro, this is fucking cringy. Jesus, and everybody's like, yeah, man. I mean, Floyd Weather, Floyd Mayweather, man, he brought 20 people, bro. Like. If I was Jake Paul, I would run too. Da 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 da. And it's like, I'm just like, it's all a rollout. What the hell is this? Like, I ain't hear about none of them having beef with each other or nothing. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just like, bro. Do you uh, you have a problem with uh, going to another subject in in the world of sports and entertainment? Okay. Um, do you have a problem with your boy Deion Sanders' recent statements. Which ones? Uh, when he was like, my quarterbacks, I want my quarterbacks to come from like a, a dual parent household. I want them to be raised well, and I want them, uh, you know, to have proper education. And he's like, I want my defensive linemen to come from the hood and be from a single parent household and have to struggle to survive and all of this shit. You hadn't heard about this? I heard about it. Do I have a problem with it? Yeah. No, he's the expert. I wouldn't know. I this I this have, man's a this man's a fucking dumpster. I, I do not like him at all. You don't like Deion Sanders? I do not. I have respect for what he did. I have I've, I have much respect for what he did, but he's only about himself. He only cares about himself, and he's proven that beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's not a good person. He only cares about himself. To me, you you don't I understand what the sentiment he wants a dog, right? That's what he's saying. I want a I want a dog on defense. Yeah. But to lean into a racial racial trope stereotype. It wasn't racial though. It was. Because he literally said from the hood. That was from his mouth. That's a racial stereotype. Okay. So I, I don't like that. If he was Nick Saban saying that, we would all have a problem with it. But people always want to make excuse for these people because they're black. They could just say whatever. I don't get down with that. That's bullshit. That that he said he doesn't want them to be like have a certain like intelligence level. He wants them to be idiots, basically. A bunch of dumb, strong idiots. Yeah. I, 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 what what does that say to a kid that you're recruiting to go to your school to play that position? How should the rest of the world view those kids now that are playing for you, playing at that position? Yeah. I'm but just... he's he's always embroiled himself. I to me again, I wish those kids success. Obviously. Dion, man, I, I wish nothing but the worst. Sorry. But you will have to have Dion's success for the kids. I know. It's it's a double-edged <laughs> sword. 
it's double-edged sword, but it, it's to me again. I mean, good for the goose, good for the gander. If, if, if any of those white SEC coaches say something like that, I want some some hood kids that are that are stupid that you know got one mama on welfare. Hello, are 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 we hearing that come out of somebody else's mouth? We'd be like, hell no. I, I don't look at it any other way because I think about the well-being of those those kids on the team. Mm-hmm. I'm just more just like that nigga, the expert. I kind of just was just like, he's not an right. expert. How's he an expert? He been what you call it coaching for what four years? Went to yeah, the. What are you an expert at after four years? Uh, what you call it? The championship. He more of an expert than me. He been coaching for hell long. You don't. You've been alive for a long time. You know how to just talk about your fellow black man and how to treat your fellow black man and and, and youth. You understand that fully. Yeah, but there's there, there's no like the level of degree that you have to have to know what decorum is supposed to look like. Yeah, but I'm looking at it more like. He a coach, and he talking about recruiting players. I got no fucking idea how to recruit players. So you don't have to know how to recruit players to just know how to be a decent human being. Those you conflagrating it too, and how to make these kids on your team now seem like a bunch of idiots, basically saying you know. Oh, you're, you know, I want kids, moms on welfare from the hood, blah, blah, blah. Now that's a racial stereotype. We all know that you can, you can come to his defense if you want, but I know what that is. I know what that sounds like. And it doesn't put those kids in the, in the best light and doesn't create the best environment for kids that really ain't even had a chance to play in a fucking game yet. Now they got this extra baggage that He's putting on them. And I get he's a big figure, obviously, already. But with that position comes a responsibility to your players as well. And I don't know if he takes that responsibility seriously. These are young men, young the, the young black men mm-hmm. and the, the future of our people. And are like hanging that halo over their head. Um to me is uh again we wouldn't accept that from from anybody else yeah but what if so would your tune be the same if he produced let's say he wins yeah i don't care about winning at this point i just want you to be good to a bunch of kids i don't, I don't he probably will win but that's my sentiment is he was like that at the hbcus also like what? Talking shit like that. He was not talking about his players like that. He wasn't cutting people and shit. I mean, you cut people as a coach, yeah. But when talking, I, I think we're looking at it two different ways. I don't think that's not part of his cutting process. They were asking him about his recruiting process. Yeah. Not talking about like cutting kids on a team. Yeah, sure, you're gonna cut kids. That's just what happens. Every school cuts kids. 
But when you make those statements like that, again, I can't really roll with you. Yeah. So that's 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 my humble opinion. I I, I don't like that. I, I I don't don't like that at all. Um. You know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Well, he look, he the fucking expert. I'm just like Deion Sanders. I'm if Nick Saban, Nick Saban has way more experience. He's an expert. If he says that, everybody's like, "Fuck him." Most people are like, "Fuck him," anyways. But that aren't Alabama fans. But uh, like most people at that point, or any white coach, SEC coach, or any any white coach anywhere, high school through college, regardless of how many championships, say something like that. We're all taking offense to that. And then we're not like, oh, he's he's better at it than me. So if he <laughs> says he wants, you know. Uh, uh, you know, welfare, you know, kid from the hood, you know, a ghetto, a ghetto kid, then, you know, he's the expert, not me. We're not taking it like that. Hmm. Maybe he got the complexion for protection. (laughs) In this one instance, maybe. Yeah, like, I'm just like, damn, you know? What do you think about uh, the the Michael B. Jordan situation with the, the interview with the chick? I felt that Michael B. Jordan, he was just trying to get his get back. Some people were saying he was like, some people say it was twenty. I was just more like, I kind of. Joe Button went on a whole rant about how he thought he was corny for doing that. Yeah, my nigga, we all know how petty Joe is. Yeah, we all like that. That's just him. He's said it plenty of times himself. I'm petty. He knows it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to something like that, that's like a nigga's dream to make it to the precipice of whatever field you in to get this notoriety. And that one motherfucker you know that was talking shit about you mm-hmm. now is right there basking in your light. Like you're glowing to them. Yeah. That's our dream. Like, nigga, we all want to be in that position. And he was a gentleman about it. Let's be real. He still yeah, did. That's all he said. Is like, yeah, oh, I'm corny. That's what he said. And that was corny for him to say that. And she was like, because she was trying to deny it. Like, no, I ain't yeah. say that. He's like, yeah, no, I heard you. You said it. Yeah. He didn't snap on her. <clears throat> he he sat there and talked to her after that, you know, and she was uncomfortably laughing it off. Mm-hmm. But he had to let her know, like, oh, no, I know exactly who you are. I remember exactly what you said. I'm going to let you get this shit off, this interview shit off, because he could have just walked away. Yeah. He could have been just like, hey, fuck you. I'm not doing this. Could have. But he still gave her the interview, didn't dismiss her. He just let her know, I remember you. You said I was fucking corny and you were lame I had no problem with that. I think we need to stop fucking, and I just say us as like black people because that was most definitely clearly a black issue right there is that we conflate fucking corniness with successfulness or with ambition well we i think we conflate corniness we make it anything outside of like being like hood right outside of of really a, a reality that white people have put on us Anything outside of that realm of being like a hood nigga is corny. But go to any hood. There's like normal niggas everywhere. 
<laughs> like yeah. they from the hood too. You just have an extreme view of what you think somebody should look like or be doing. And really just because the niggas had a success outside of basketball or rap music, doesn't mean that they're corny. Yeah. Or it's like the step to success. He was, he was bringing his headshots to the school and that's why they were calling him corny. But it's like, you have to have freaking headshots to become an actor. Yeah. It's like, Something out the norm instead of being like, you know, it I'm pretty sure it was hella people, you know, everybody won't be like an actor, rapper, stuff like that. But like if these are the necessary steps and then somebody doing it at that time and you thinking they're corny, then that's something wrong. Cause yeah, she was like, definitely probably like a part of like the little cool kid group or whatever, and he was like a theater kid, and you know, he was just bringing his shit. Maybe he was flashing it. I don't know. Maybe he was handing them out to people. Maybe, you know, they, they say, uh, you know, dress like the position you want to be. Yeah. Um, and if he's doing that, he already had a vision of success, um, you know, in his sights. And I don't like see nothing wrong with that. I was never the type in high school, like really to talk shit about people for doing stuff like that. Like we had people like that had, like had their bands and, you know, people that did music. And I was always supportive of all of those people just because nigga, they wasn't like in the same lane as everybody else. Like they were really focused. Anybody that has like an extreme focus in, in anything, yeah. I can respect that. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like I always respect the motherfucker who just own his shit, regardless of what that thing is. I might find whatever it is weird. I might not have any real attraction to that, whatever thing that, that they've decided to spend their, their time on. Yeah. But I admire the focus it takes to be great at anything. Mm-hmm. Extreme focus. All yeah. right. Let, let's, uh, this would be the last thing before, um, before we go and shit. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what was the one thing that baffled you that you got called corny for, or if you ever got cor called corny in your life? Yeah. I was, I was, I got caught, I caught, got called corny all the time from right, one, just one, one, high school. Yeah. One incident, one story. Well, no, it was, uh, we were sitting around. I was like, well, I was like a freshman. Uh, no, I wasn't even, I was, no, I think I was, a, I was a junior and we were sitting around, we were talking about, uh, are like grades and niggas was like really bragging about like failing. Like, bro, I got an F blah blah. Like, what? <laughs> like, like to me, that made no sense. Yeah. Like, I got a D, blah, blah, and I'm and they, you know, everybody's talking about their grades and failing and shit. And, I'm, and they get to me and I'm like, nah, bro, I got I got I got straight A's, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah. And then they all just start laughing. You know, it's like little chicks and stuff sitting around with the, the dudes or whatever. They all start laughing and making fun of me, calling me corny and shit. Like, oh, you, you, you think you hella smart, huh? Blah, blah. I'm like, bro, it's like, like, what are we here for? Yeah. <laughs> like, you niggas really come to school every day to fail? Like, that shit didn't, it didn't even equate to, it didn't even make actual sense to me. At least, at least a rapper dropped out and start their career early. You yeah. Know? Not for Like, real. nigga, you wasting your time. Yeah. If you're going to sell drugs, do it now. 
Yeah. You will have two two years ahead of everybody. Yeah. Where everybody else get out of school. For real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of these niggas wait until they out of high school and then they go sell drugs and come back to the school and try to get the girls. No. Because yeah. you can catch a case that way. At least if you start selling drugs now while you're in school, you don't have to worry about that age gap. Because yeah. now you're right in that age range of the high school girls and you can still come back in a nice car. Look, That's what would make more sense to me than to come to school every day, sit through class every day, just like me, and fail the class. That make no sense to me, dog. Why show up? Hey, hold on. Like, we're not, do crack. We're not, <laughs> we're not promoting to, to slang drugs in school. We're just saying that you know, <laughs> some people, like, instead of being in the school, wasting your time talking about somebody else, that's in the school using it for the purpose that it's supposed to be used for going into something else that you don't think like if you think school is lame we'll go into a trade or something yeah. do, do that get in that early you feel me yeah it's you can go to trade school at any age yeah there ain't no 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 age range for a trade school go and do that you can make good money in trades great money you might get still called corny though at this yeah, point. you might you might be called corny, but you you have a house and a nice car. You be the corniest nigga. See, you don't care <clears throat> when you get older. The older you get, when you move like more towards your mid thirties, you don't care about none of that shit. Yeah, corny is corny does. Yeah, I heard that before. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you about my corny story. So it was a it was a cold morning. Like very cold, you know. Back in the, the winter of '72. Yeah, the winter. Shit, probably probably '2002. You know what I mean? It was '2002. I was in ninth grade. Yeah, it's like 2001, 2002. It was a cold morning. You know what I mean? The boy had the puff coat on. It was cold. You know, and you know, I go in my regular spot, sit down, whip out my homework. Start doing my homework. Then I have my, you know, this one one chick. She super liked me. She was right around, sitting next to me, talking my ear off about nothing as I was doing my homework. And then, like, I was with two of my other homies, too. And then, like, these random dudes walked by that, like, I knew from class and shit. And they were like, they were like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? And he's like, bro, you doing homework right now? I'm like... Yeah, like nigga, I gotta turn this in before before the class start. You feel me? They're like, man, here you go with this corny shit doing homework. I'm like, I'm corny, but I got my homies and I got this girl right here that like me. But I'm the corny nigga. I'm the corny nigga. I'm the one doing this shit to, to propel my future. But I'm corny, and you here, you fell in the class, and you getting like nigga. We doing the exact same thing. It's just I'm doing homework and you not, but I'm corny. I never understood that that hood mentality of just being dumb and being okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> to just it never made sense to me. Like how? Like you, you. So you, you're choosing to be an idiot. You, you're just making that choice to go to prison right now. We're freshmen in high school, and you're already making a choice to go to jail. Corniness, <laughs> oh, man. man, is like, bro. If that's what y'all correlate as being corny, then people out there, 
be as corny as you could be. Yeah, I, I encourage all young black people to strive for corniness. Yeah. Corn strive play. to be corny. Corn Being play. cool is lame. It's fuck. Yeah, man. Get everything corny. Cornflakes, corn pop. <laughs> Elotes, corn pop. <laughs> Cornelius. <laughs> what else, man? Cornstarch. As usual, we are brought to you by Comfort City Mechanical Engagement Heating in a special San Diego, California. Also brought to you by Triple Seven Clothing on Amazon.com. And last but certainly not least, brought to you by First Place Loser Clothing. Get your high quality urban garments today. Magic, where can they find us? Look, man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share Ooh. a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Hey, for my potters, though, we on Google Podcasts. We on Spotify. Mm -hmm. We on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms. Oh! You think I forgot? Also, Twitch for our Twitch family. Hit us with a follow and a share. And across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in the Magic Think Tank podcast or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, and we pop right up. Yes, you feel sir. me? You feel me? Yes, sir. Can I please? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta find the. Uh, let me, let me, let me. Before we go out, right. What's like the, the the corniest music that you ever heard? What would be some corny music? Um. Hmm. What would be? What would be some corny music? I don't know. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. Not off the dome like that. You obviously don't know either, or you wouldn't be asking me. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know what would be considered, considered corny like a corny outro song. Damn it. We don't know corniness. Oh. No, I, I don't associate with that. I just I, I just go with what I like, bro. That's it. Everything else is corny though. Anything I don't listen to corny as fuck. Man. <laughs> Damn it. People out there, stay corny, y'all. Stay corny. Peace. Peace. Corn, holy corn.